1: On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm absolutely delighted to have you with us today. Now, I want you to go to the self-improvement blog, take a look, you'll see a picture of our guest, you read his bio, there's a review of his latest book there as well, and there are some videos in the right sidebar. So if you take a look at those, you'll have a pretty good idea of how lucky we are to have today's guest with us today, and the topic is mindfulness. Now, most of us... Me included, sometimes live hectic lives. Our lives are full of distractions, mainly from phones and electronic devices everywhere we turn. You know, actually, you know, where if you'll excuse this expression, we're wired to Wi-Fi. But something else is happening too. There's a there's a magazine called Mindful, taking time for what matters. On their website, they state this. Something important is happening in our society today. People are being mindful in more ways and in more places. Being mindful is an idea, actually a way of being, whose time has come. It's an approach that recognizes and cultivates the best of who we are as human beings. The simple act of being mindful has the power to change everything how we approach ourselves, our challenges, our relationships, and our communities. Mindfulness is available to us because we already have the capacity to be present, and it doesn't require us to change who we are. It takes many shapes and goes by many names, and we're going to talk about it today. Our guest, Christopher Dines, is an English meditation teacher and author, and we're talking to him in London. It's almost his bedtime. I just had lunch. So, you know, you may be somewhere in between there. Um, it's interesting to know how many people we have in so many different places on this planet. Christopher dropped out of high school at age 15 to pursue a full time career as an electronic house DJ. His drug-taking and party lifestyle spiraled out of control, leading to a full-blown alcoholism and cocaine addiction. Now, it can't be too surprising when a, someone as young as that gets into such an amazing party scene. Now, spending time with monks in, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, after what he calls a gravely dark rock You know, we hear about hitting rock bottom. Christopher hit a gravely dark rock bottom. He hit hard. Uh, He cleaned up at age 21 and began to soul search. He spent some time with monks in Thailand and there discovered the inner peace that the art of meditation brings. He retired from the electronic dance music industry in June 2006 to give talks on inspirational ideas and spiritual awareness and create personal development and meditation workshops and courses. Christopher is the author of four books, the most recent being Mindfulness Meditation, Bringing Mindfulness into Everyday Life. Christopher was one of the early guests in the beginning of the Self-Improvement Show, so I've had a chance to watch him grow and develop over these three years, and I'm absolutely delighted to welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show Christopher Dines. Christopher, thank you for being with us today.
3: Thank you for having me, Irene, on on the show, and I feel very lucky to join you. I I thoroughly enjoy every time we talk uh, on the Self-Improvement Show.
2: Well, you know, you always bring so much. Um for those who have not heard you before, I'm going to ask you my same old question. Tell us about yourself. Who is Christopher Dines?
3: Okay. Uh well, I'm I'm uh I'm 30 years old. I live in uh, London in here in the United Kingdom, England. Um I, uh, I'm on a on a journey. I suppose I'm I'm not just progressing. I'm still guessing and uh, evolving. Um,
2: Aren't we all, are Christopher? I'm well well over twice your age, and I'm still learning and evolving.
3: Still, yeah, I'm. You know, so we're still learning and evolving. Um, you know, but I think that you know who I am essentially is a, is a, a human being, and uh, I think you know at a deeper level, I do believe that uh, that, uh, that, that I'm the soul or a spirit. Um, but you know, being a human being is more than enough in this uh, in, on on this planet anyway.
2: Oh, it's quite a challenge, actually. <laughs> it really is. You know, you seem to be getting more focused now on your outreach. You're calling yourself now on your website a meditation writer. Um tell us about that. What are you doing as a meditation writer? I know you wrote the book. What else goes in there?
3: Yeah, well it's I mean I, I'd still I sometimes I'm asked to um uh to maybe uh conduct s- seminars say which is more to do with on on the life coaching personal development front and I think that's important because you know as we we've both agreed we're human beings and you know in this world we have to develop in 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 all areas really otherwise uh we we cease to grow um but what i found irene um is that you know meditation is just a powerful anchor into um tranquility and equanimity and and inner peace and um that you know this world it can be um very stressful, or I ought to say really, the mind um, can present the world to be very stressful, and I found meditation just to be uh, just a wonderful um, tool a, a wonderful realization of of um, of just peace and um, and and I can um, flow with that in my day to day activities and duties and you know in my social and family life and and that 's why i 'm you know, I encourage people to meditate. So, you know, I'm not saying to quit one's day job or, you know, not to not to do anything. But you know, to bring mindfulness and to bring uh, a calm, clarity, and, and and emotional stability into all areas of your life, and it will improve and, and it will be less stressful.
2: You know, we used to think that meditation um, and concepts like mindfulness were for, for only for monks and nuns and you know, people who were leading some kind of dedicated religious life, but actually, it's much more relevant to those of us who are out there, you know, slogging away every day. Uh, yes. It it, it it just almost well, we'll get into what it does, but you know, first I want to talk a little bit about you, so our our audience knows really where you're coming from. You've been much more open lately about your life as a DJ and now you're sharing with other people about your alcohol and drug problems and I think that is such a gift to especially young people to know that you went through it and you came out well on the other side and now are talking about peace and joy and happiness and those are the things that you're really looking for when you get into to drugs and alcohol. You want to feel good, and, and that may be false feeling good, but it, it's still better than what you're trying to escape. Um, and, and it's brave of you, actually, to talk about this as openly as you have been. I, I, I think the phrase that you used to describe it, gravely, dark, rock, bottom probably describes where you are better than anything I've heard to describe it when you really hit bottom and don't know where to head next. What was rock bottom like when you hit How did you know you'd hit it?
3: Well, I knew that uh, I'd hit a gravely dark rock bottom um, because... Uh, <coughs> all of the good suggestions that I had presented to me while growing up, um, seemed far more appealing, uh, than, um, you know, almost drinking myself, um, well, I was, I was drinking myself into oblivion and, and various forms of, uh, narcotics and, uh, mood altering substances, uh, chronically. Um, now that, that, so I, I knew that that was I couldn't continue, and and really I I suppose the rock bottom was in the space of an hour um, where I fell to my knees and and uh, and I cried and and asked for for help, and there was no one else in the room. Um, and uh, and since then, I, I mean, even when that was happening, I mean, I'd cried many times prior to that. Um, because uh, anyone who, you know, has got serious addictions will know that that's an ongoing process. But then the denial kicks in and you kind of, you know, uh, get on with it again. But with this, I knew that there wasn't, you know, that was it. I couldn't go back. And um, it's it's very difficult to explain a, a shift like that. Um, but I knew the game was up and I knew that to continue, um, I probably would have, people have died to be honest I hit rock bottom at 21 um the way I was going and um you know I've known people in my old circle uh who've OD'd and died or there has been alcohol related accidents where you know the the it might not be documented to say as an alcoholic death or a drug overdose but you know one might have been um drinking and driving um, and that person's had a problem for a long time, and they have an accident, and you know, not so. Not everything is documented as an alcoholic death, or,
2: right. Let uh, me ask you this: You hit rock bottom. You knew you were there. Yeah, Obviously, I knew I you there. knew you were there. What yeah. did you do then? What What did you begin to do to turn things around?
3: Well, I, I started to. Um, I had suggestions prior to that. almost two years saying look Christopher you've got to do something about this and you need some help so um, I started to attend support groups I I immediately started to um, look to change my uh, my social network people who I was associating with and I started to really seriously look into spirituality and various different programs that uh, encompass spirituality and um, recovery and uh, emotional well-being, and then that led to uh, looking into meditation. I mean, I've been meditating for close to ten years, um, but I've only really been, um, you know, teaching it In the last several years. I felt that it, you know it, um, that was the right time to start doing it. Um, so it's it's just one thing led to another. Then you know, going to different courses, retreats. Uh, various different seminars um, just trying to heal I feel that a lot of my problem was that I had lots of shame and guilt um, and remorse there was terrible self-centeredness as a matter of fact I, I had uh, many qualities that just weren't suitable to contribute to um, to society or to my family in a, in, a, in a positive light and so I had to reverse that and as we know you know ingrained habits uh, very difficult to um, to adjust and to change uh, so that 's a process but i 've managed to change quite a lot of bad habits i've still you know I've still um you know, have silly ideas, and sometimes I can make dumb choices and act <laughs> on them. Like,
2: so, oh. what you're saying is that you're still a human being. A human being, yes. And on that note, we're going to go to break. This is Irene Collin with my guest Christopher Dines. Both of us who are very human, saying, "Stay with us. We'll be right back with more."
4: Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment.
1: Where can you find wisdom in the little conversations of every moment in a show? One that brings you golden nuggets that you can apply towards your burning desires, life, and success. Tune in to Little Conversations Today with host Dan Deegan. Our program will provide amazing breakthroughs in your life and help bring you closer to your dreams. Set your internal conversation GPS and tune in to Little Conversations Today, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're changing lives Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. You are tuned in to the Self-improvement show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlin. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self improvement show. Our guest today is Christopher Dines. We were talking about his life as a DJ and how he hit rock bottom from drugs and alcohol and came through it and how much meditation helped him uh, get back on his feet and not only that, but bring him joy. Uh, Let me ask you this, Christopher. If you hadn't experienced the gravely dark rock bottom, if you didn't have a lifestyle that brought you to that point, would you be where you are today? Would you be teaching meditation? Would you be so involved in mindfulness?
3: I'm not sure. Um,
2: that's a good answer.
3: Yeah, I, I, really, I really don't know. Um, uh, so yeah, that's probably as honest as I can be.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, Often we have things that we think just are impossible situations and we should apologize for the rest of our lives for messing up so badly, but sometimes out of such things, great lives are formed.
3: Yeah, I, I do try to have the outlook, well, I've developed the habit of, um, out of an era that that can become an asset in some way. I've just got to realize how that can be an asset, even from, as I said previously, the dumb ideas that I can act upon
2: Yeah, often. this is a very crude analogy. But um, in Arizona, to get our gardens to be beautiful, our y- yards to be really green and lovely and flowers to grow, we put manure on our yards. Okay. You know, and sometimes we have to get down in that manure as people so we can blossom into the beautiful things we are. That's how I look at it, you know.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, um, who is a, um, a Zen master in, uh, in France, A Buddhist Zen master. I mean, he said, uh, you know, a lily doesn't grow out of a marble floor. It grows out of uh, dirt and mud.
2: Yes. Um, I I love him, by the way. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Very wise, wise man. Very beautiful being. Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody who's still struggling with substance abuse or anything that's holding them back?
3: Well, uh, I think the, the key thing—I think what prevents most people, or human beings, from my experience, uh, and seeing, you know, vast um, numbers of different people—is it, it denial. It's self-denial. Um, that, to a certain degree, um, or to a certain extent, has to be smashed. Uh, denial, um, whether it's someone has substance misuse problems. Or if someone's in denial, say about um, their their lack of ability to say to stay out of debt or whatnot, um, the denial's got to be smashed, and then you know then there can be um, you know if you call it healing, or then there can be um, uh, a solution that can that can manifest, and but the denial's got to be smashed. That's what I find with anything. That that's that's the the main problem I feel because it's very easy to um, to just brush things under the carpet and pretend to ourselves that oh well things aren't really that bad or oh, you know I don't really have to address this just yet and yet when we do you know address these things it might feel a bit uncomfortable sometimes it might feel very uncomfortable it depends how grave the 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 the, you know, the challenge is but it's it's a positive um, it's a positive way of doing things you know if we're going to feel uncomfortable to progress per se that's a lot better than feeling uncomfortable because we're procrastinating and and self-sabotaging ourselves
2: yeah we we don't want to have to look at it it's you know i think i think we all do that to some extent sometimes the, the the issue is not huge sometimes it is but whether it's little or or huge we still don't want to have to deal with it it it's just, we, we don't like uncomfortable things. You say in your book, you make this statement if the most efficient technology or the vast supply of global financial wealth is not sufficient to create collective happiness on earth, then what is? Many people get themselves in trouble just looking for happiness. Now, why do you think so many people feel unhappy with so much at their fingertips? You know, we have. Everything you could imagine. Yes,
3: yeah, certainly in in uh, in the West, United States, it's even changing in Asia now, and, and certain parts in South America. So we've, we've never had this this uh, this vast supply of of opulence as we do now. Uh, you know, the the ancient Greeks could only dream of what we have today. Um, however, you know, human beings tend to. Uh, dishonor being present, so that uh, you know we're either um, consumed with memories, or we're always focusing on the future. Now, it's, all, it's necessary to plan, and it's good to plan. You know, it's, hoping that it's a sound plan, um, but just to constantly be in the past or future means that there's going to be something deep within us that feels um, slightly irritable. And discontent, and as a result uh, there's a yearning for joy and and peace and and because we 're in the past or the future all of the time, we can't find it there, and so we're constantly looking for new things, you know the latest uh, mobile device there's nothing wrong again with a new mobile phone, there's nothing wrong with um, physical opulence, but the, the the highest opulence or the highest wealth is internal wealth internal peace and this is why mindfulness is good because it it brings us back into the here and now the present moment and so we're not looking for um certain things external things to fulfill us we can use them enjoy them and then when they're not necessary uh, no longer relevant we can pass them on or or sell them or give them away Um, but we feel content with or without them and i think that's key that that's what that's a key thing i've learned over the years and i and i really mean that is that i know deep within my heart that with or without money uh with or without a decent career uh with or without um material things i know in my in my heart in my deepest being that i can feel content and peaceful and if a human being can reach that realization then life becomes a lot easier but you know marketing forces will, will suggest otherwise and I understand that as well you know, marketing is necessary and it's, there's nothing wrong with marketing but you know, again when we're in the present moment we can see the, the trappings or the pitfalls, the emotional pitfalls uh, which, which can lead us to uh, unhappiness.
2: Let's talk a little bit about mindfulness how do, how do you describe or explain what mindfulness is
3: I would, um, if it's possible to explain um, awareness of what is, awareness of the present moment. So, um, you know, I'm here with you talking to you on the phone, Um, so I'm here with you fully. Um, If I decided to go for a walk later on this evening, then i bring my full presence and attention to walking. Um, And, you know, there's a time to plan and there's a time to reminisce in good memories, uh, but Mindfulness is about being in the here and the now, and and everything in the here and now is is bright, it's alive. There's a it's vibrant, um, and you know when we're in the present moment, it's virtually impossible to feel anxious. It's virtually impossible to feel afraid, or stressed, or strained. So, we, and and the reason why this, the subtitle of of my new book is bringing mindfulness into everyday life is because. Like you said at the start of the show, Irene, you know, we don't have to sit down, um, say in a temple or in a church or in a convent, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we don't have to do that to access the present moment. We can bring this into our day-to-day lives, and and I think that's the true uh, message of the of the new book: is let's not just sit down for 20 minutes in the morning. Let's try and be present throughout our day.
2: You know, I think of the. The young mother who's talking on the cell phone trying to cook something on the stove and has a toddler you know, to watch at the same time, and this is real life, how does she bring mindfulness to that kind of situation? And I know you can, but it's, 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 not, it's a challenge.
3: I find and um, what I've learned from various different teachers and, and what I apply myself is that the, the anchor for all mindfulness practices is the life breath. In other words, when we bring our attention to the natural flow of our breathing, um, we, we come into the now. So we're not thinking, we can't think about the past or the future if we're in the present moment. And when we focus and bring our attention to our breathing, then we can, we're fully aware and we're fully present and we're fully equipped to deal with any challenges uh, as they arise and unfold in the present moment. So if a woman is cooking and, and the toddler's there, she's going to be far more effective being in that room, being fully present while cooking, while the toddler's there, instead of uh, cooking, trying to look after the toddler, but thinking about what she's got to do uh, later on that evening or thinking about what happened yesterday. If she's thinking about what she's got to do later in, in in the day or she's thinking about something that happened yesterday, it means that she can't be fully there for her toddler and she can't be fully there to prepare her meal.
2: And she needs to hang up the phone. <laughs> yes, yeah, she oh, needs to hang me. up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about life breath. Mm-hmm. Um. And we breathe automatically all the time. So, what is life breaths? It's
3: it's uh, like exactly what you just said. Um, you know, we're breathing. Um, so, yeah, ev- everything changes and unfolds. So, our opinions and perspectives and perceptions evolve. The human body changes. We have a different body from you know the, from a baby to a toddler to. A small child to a teenager to you know to a young adult etc etc the body changes everything changes Um, the only consistent thing uh, which directly affects us is that um, we're breathing I mean even the heart you could say well the heart is consistently beating but the size of our heart has changed you know it was a lot smaller when uh, when we're a baby or in a womb Um, but the life breath remains the same it's steady Um, and that's why it's a great anchor into the present moment and it's 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 something we can rely upon to remain the same Um, we might have different ideas from 10 years ago but that life breath remains the same so we can trust it when we bring our attention to it it's almost miraculous or you could say that it's uh it's phenomenal perhaps um we we still the mind of thought and so the negative thoughts or the heavy emotions that come up to the surface, they're almost um, destabilized or we could say we're in a place of neutrality. We're not affected by them.
2: And it's time for us to go to break. And as we do this, I ask you to, to spend this brief time paying attention to your own breath. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Christopher Dines. Please stay tuned. We'll be back with more.
4: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world, and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order might radio is broadcast live every friday at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel
0: what does "Crim de la creme mean it's the greatness of living the willingness to be the best it's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation access consciousness presents creme de la creme a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are not who others would have you be it's the best of the best it's the finer things in life it's brilliant, it's fun, it's exciting join us for creme de la creme every Tuesday at 12 noon pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel find out what makes the most successful people tick Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlin. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 1-888- 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self-improvement show. Our guest today is Christopher Dines. He is a teacher of mindfulness meditation. We've been talking a little bit about his background about mindfulness. And so, my next question has to be: Christopher, tell us about mindfulness meditation. Now we've talked about mindfulness, now you put that with meditation. What's the difference between mindfulness meditation and other forms of meditation?
3: Okay, well that's a a brilliant question. Um, Mindfulness meditation, essentially mindfulness is about being in the here and now and just being aware of what is, per se. Uh, Now there are Various uh, different practices of meditation. Uh, sometimes you have like a, a, a reflection meditation where you sit down and you reflect, you close your eyes and you ask yourself various questions um, about particular areas in your life that you would like to improve. Um, I mean, there, there there are lots of different meditations. Um, you could say that some meditations could be considered yoga um so when you repeat say a particular mantra which is a meditation um there are various different words uh like for instance uh, in in the Buddhist traditions there are there are mantras that they repeat um similarly in uh like the hari krishnas they they chant a particular mantra or they have various different mantras but they all chant those mantras maybe silently or out loud um and uh, that could also be considered considered yoga, but mindfulness is not so much about uh, chanting or, or or visualizing. it's more about just being aware of what's going on now and transcending our thoughts and emotions.
2: I understand that you're willing to lead us in a brief mindfulness meditation. Um, would you be open to doing that?
3: I'd love that very much okay. so.
2: Why don't you you know? tell our listeners a little bit about what you'll do and then lead us through. Um, wonderful. It's yours.
3: Okay. Well, um, what I'd suggest, um, I'm going to be doing this too, is um, if we sit in a comfortable position, and preferably with our back straight, uh, this is purely just for our breathing posture, and it just helps. Um, And then I would ask you to, you can keep your eyes open, but if you feel uh, that you wish to close your eyes, that can help. Um, And then just become aware and just notice that you're breathing. Now that might sound very obvious, but quite often and more often than not, we can neglect um, uh, our awareness of the life breath, of, of breathing itself. Notice how you breathe in and how you breathe out naturally without any effort on your behalf. And Notice how air is flowing through your nostrils. You inhale and you exhale. All of this is, is done naturally. Now, while you're becoming aware of the life breath, it's very likely that the mind will uh, be slightly agitated or restless, and you might have thoughts that come up to the surface, either of the the future or the past, or perhaps some emotions are arising in your consciousness, and any time you realize that you're not being aware of the life breath, just come back to the natural flow of your breathing. And when you notice that you're thinking, when you notice that you're not being present, let's stay centered and let's bring our attention back to our breathing. Notice how our lungs and our tummies are rising up and down, effortlessly, just like the life breath. And let's come back to our breathing when we find that we've um, been thinking or we've been swept away by emotion. Notice how we breathe in and how we breathe out. And for the next 30 seconds or so, let's just give our undivided attention to the natural flow of our breathing. Okay, and if we take a deep breath, four seconds in, pause, and then four seconds out. Okay, so um, we can leave it there, and uh, I think you know that was probably just for a couple of minutes, and that. Small mini meditation can be practiced throughout the day um, during our breaks, uh, whether we're at work or any duties or even if we're at home. Um, you know, we can do that at least uh, every hour and really, you know, we want to try and bring our breathing, our awareness of our breathing into all activities of our life and, and that will enrichen us and it will, uh, it will help us to transcend the negativity that naturally flows in the mind?
2: It certainly seems like it could be an amazing stress reducer if you're in a high-stress stress, high stress job. Um, I can imagine that it would really increase your creativity if, if you're a writer, for instance, and you get stuck Or you're supposed to come up with wonderful new ideas for the job. Seems like that would energize creativity.
3: Oh, absolutely. There's lots of evidence. I mean, mindfulness has been around for two and a half thousand years. But in the last 20 years, specifically in the last 10 years, there's lots of evidence supporting what you've just said. uh, The Stress reduction, it releases anxiety, and it can even help with depression as well. So. This isn't just about feeling peaceful. There are also many, many uh, health benefits.
2: Uh, and, yeah, science is now proving what the mystics have taught us over the eons. Exactly. <laughs> really. Um, you say it in your book, love and joy are our natural state of being, love and mindful tranquility are our ground states. Uh, are our ground state of consciousness and transcend thought and emotion is yes. doing meditation this way mindfully? Is that going to bring you to this love and joy?
3: Yes, I mean we're not going to get away from the fact that there is going to be difficult times. Uh, you know, there's, rats. There's, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but one thing I can say, which I know from my own experience and again from just observing other people that practice mindfulness is that you'll have more peaceful days than distressing days if you if you can develop the habit of making this a daily practice whether it's 20 minutes in the morning and even if it's just mini meditations then throughout the day and maybe a few minutes before you go to sleep your life will improve and and even during the difficult times um, where the emotions are very heavy, and perhaps that could be due to a sense of loss or you know something that 's natural, um, it will be easier to process it will be easier to deal with even underneath the emotional turbulence, there will be a sense of peace and knowing that we 're okay, you see the the most of our problems in reality are in the mind and their thoughts or their their emotions um, or our, our, our perceptions about a particular outcome, which then can create these emotions. And through mindfulness, we can completely transcend them, which uh, we did just moments ago just by coming back to our breathing collectively. And, and if you can try and meditate as well um, on a regular basis with, with other friends or people that meditate in a group, that is a powerful, powerful way to excel um, your practice.
2: When oh, the got- energy is... Wonderful when you do that. You you really are impacted by it. It seems that the challenge would be just to get your mind to shut up for a little while.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it just doesn't stop, does
2: it? it, it no, it just to... doesn't stop. It, it, doesn't stop. <laughs> it just goes and goes. And on that note, we're going to go. To our last break, this is Irene Conlon with my guest Christopher Dine saying, please stay tuned. We'll be right back with more.
4: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenise and her expert guests who have turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter? You can find us at Voice America TRN.
1: You are tuned in to The Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlin. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self-improvement show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Christopher Dines. We've been talking about mindful mindfulness meditation, um, and he led us through this delightful meditation and before we end the show when we're on the last lap here i want to be sure and let him tell you how you can find him how do we find you on the internet christopher how do we find your book and tell us about your book
3: okay thank you um well the website is uh christopherdines.com or you can uh you can just google the name um, and you'll, you'll find, uh, you know, more information about myself and, uh, and, and the work that I'm, that I'm doing. Um, I put on regular seminars and, and workshops, retreats, but they're over here or they're in uh, London or in, in England, which is in the United Kingdom. So um, I won't be doing anything in the States for the foreseeable future. However, um, I do have a podcast which is on iTunes as well. And, oh, um, nice.
2: I, Tell us about your podcast.
3: Yeah, I, 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 well, I try to upload uh, new audios every couple of weeks, and I interview um, different therapists or coaches or um, writers uh, that serve in personal development or in, in the meditation field, and I also upload guided meditation audios as well. Um, which have, you know, that are recorded in, in, in the studio. And, and that's, I, I put it on the podcast. Some, some of them we sell, but quite a few of them I, I just give away. And I feel that's almost like a tithing in a sense, um, where I can just, you know, anyone has access to them, per se. And I, I, I like the idea of that. Um, so that's how you can get in touch with me.
2: And tell us about your book.
3: Okay, the, the book, Mindfulness Meditation Bringing Mindfulness into Everyday Life. Um, is out on Amazon um, now. I believe on Amazon.co.uk you can purchase a paperback or the digital, and I'm in the process of putting together an audiobook. So with Amazon.com, uh, there's just a the Kindle version. However, there are some websites online where you can purchase a paperback if you you know choose tr- the traditional traditional uh, way of reading.
2: You no, know, you'll have to laugh at this. The other day. I put. I have a Kindle, and I was reading your book on Kindle, and I I hit a button I hadn't ever hit before, and it started reading your book to me. Wow! Uh, yeah, and so I had a chapter read to me by Kindle, and it was wow. it was really wonderful. Yeah. So okay. you know, every now and then there are lovely little surprises. You have this l- wonderful little statement that just really captured me. It's just a phrase. You t- you say, underneath the mon- molecular turbulence, there is eternal joy. Talk a little bit about that statement.
3: Well, again, it comes to, uh, with that statement, I mean, that's getting deep. So we've got to transcend.
2: <laughs> I love
3: it. <laughs> we, we, we've got to transcend uh, the human aspect, which is secondary. Now, I am... A spiritual man we've been talking very much so of being human and and uh the human traits but uh i i do feel and believe and and there's there are many different people that feel the same way that we're we are consciousness uh or a soul or a spirit and uh that is our that is our state now that's very difficult to describe in the next 30 seconds however if I you know. <laughs> if, if you continue to practice uh mindfulness meditation per se and if you can transcend the mind um then you'll be able to realize that in your own consciousness and for instance you know the mind controls the body but who controls the mind science can't answer that some scientists that are open-minded will say well it's consciousness and i am for the school of thought we are consciousness behind the mind, behind the body, and that is a realm of infinite possibilities, where the highest joy and bliss can be accessed. and And it's all there in the ancient scriptures. If you look in the Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, um, it, it, it's all there. I mean, even the Dhammapada it talks about eternal joy, uh, which is a classic Buddhist text. So there, there, there there's a, there's um, it, it's a case of realizing it. In oneself, in consciousness,
2: and and it it takes some preparation, I guess. Is I don't want to say it's work, but it, it it does take some preparation. Some people get right there. Some of us take a little bit longer. Yeah, you have, have sometimes
3: quickly, sometimes slowly. Yeah. things will always materialize if we work for them.
2: You make another statement that I think is so really valuable. You say we all make mistakes. The question is, can you accept and live with them? Can yes. you find inner peace regardless of circumstance? Are you able to let go of wishing for the past to be different? Yes. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> what well, yeah, what I'd say about that is if you can if if you can um if we can learn to laugh at our, uh, our, our our silly errors, which I call dumb decisions or, or just you know just foolish choices, then uh, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, you know, I can learn from it. I've made lots and lots of mistakes, and I'll probably will continue to make uh, many more mistakes. But I think you, you can know,
2: guarantee that. I've, yeah, it, I can guarantee that. All of us, we can guarantee that.
3: Yeah, but we can we can uh, but the mistakes will lessen by practicing mindfulness because we'd be more aware of oh, well, I've done that before and I'm not going to do that again. So we can reduce the mistakes we make um, by being mindful and and, and uh, developing ourselves as a human being and also honoring our spiritual aspect as well. Um, but being able to laugh at our decisions because if we, our mistakes, if we don't, then we suffer so bad. We suffer so badly if, we, uh, if we're just over remorseful about things. And it's no way to live. And there's, you know, we're going to suffer anyway. We're going to suffer when we lose people we love. Things are going to change. But that doesn't always have to be the case. We, we can have lots and lots of peaceful, joyful, and harmonious days. So why squander them being uh, over-remorseful?
2: And we um, have this wonderful little tool called forgiveness, which forgiveness. also applies to ourselves.
3: Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, to forgive ourselves for our mistakes and, and, and uh, just to know that that was where we were. That was our level of awareness and consciousness. And now we've got greater awareness. And if a circumstance presents itself, we won't repeat that same behavior again.
2: Let's hope not. And at least right. if we do, I think we can come to forgiveness a little quicker and not dwell on it and beat ourselves up. And go through all of that. <laughs> yes. Christopher, we're right up at the end of the show. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Give them something they can chew on.
3: Something they can chew on. Um, uh, well, do you know what? I, I, maybe on a, on a lighter note, um, try and try not to take yourself too seriously you've heard that loads and loads of times, but really meditate on that. You know, do you really take yourself too seriously? Do you take your opinions too seriously? That's a good one. Um, You know, because quite often your opinions will be different in five years from now.
2: I think that G.K. Chesterton came from London, did he not? I Um, I don't remember, but he made this statement. It's one of my favorite quotes. Angels fly because they take themselves lightly.
3: Ah, that's very good.
2: And that's what you made me think of. What a wonderful thought. Next week's guest is Joseph Cardillo. We're again going to talk about mindfulness, this time from a holistic psychologist's point of view. It's a very important topic, especially for people who are really keen on self-improvement so I invite you to come back again next week for more mindfulness Christopher thank you so much for coming today for being with us today you brought richness to us
3: oh thank you thank you I, I love joining you on your show and, and thank you for for sharing this platform Irene it's, it's really cool of you so thank you
2: well I like to be cool <laughs> thank you so much this is Irene Collin and my guest Christopher Dines saying thank you for joining with us today. Come back next week for more of The Self-Improvement Show.
1: Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, that improvement out there starts in here.